0: Are you ready? Go! It's time Go. to separate the men from the boys. Go. 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 Africa. Go. And get down to the business of sport right here on the world famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome to Football 2 Plus 3 exclusive to the Gingers Perspective and joining me as always is the football aficionado if I can call you that Mo. Um, Let's talk about this insane transfer window but it appears to be insane every transfer window. Is it sustainable? Is it something that can continue because as far as I'm concerned it's just more and more money being spent on players and maybe inflated prices even at times.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be sustainable. It's just gone spiraled out of control. Thing is, if you're a Premier League team, everybody assumes that well, you've got a lot of money, and they, you know, triple or quadruple the price of a player you might be interested in. And you know, it's just it's the way the game is going. You know, it's you can't look at what Alan Shearer costed ten years ago. It's it's not relative.
0: Yeah, I think recently it was 25 years was yesterday or the day before that alan shearer was celebrating having signed with blackburn rovers when I mean they, they won the the, the the premier league title um and i think he cost a club record or a transfer british transfer record of 3.6 million pounds at the time making him one of the most expensive footballers in the world today we talk about Kylian Mbappe going for 180 million Neymar 199 million with his buyout clause potentially um we'll have to watch that one that's quite an interesting one um Paris man I don't know if it's a smoke screen who knows but let's keep our focus on the Premier League because Man City have bought a lot of defenders I mean Pep likes his wing backs to push up and we you know we look at Zabaleta and Kolarov they just don't have the legs anymore to do that job but Pep spent a lot on defenders.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was a stat the other day that he spent over £300 million on defenders and maybe a goalkeeper or so. That's insane. I mean, that's what some clubs spend over 10 years. He's done it in just like one transfer window or something like that. Ridiculous like that. And I mean, Kyle Walker at £50 and then he went and smashed it again uh, by signing... Mendy. Yes, the guy from, from
0: France crazy it's absolutely crazy i mean look at city they're spending money manchester united have spent some money uh, everton has spent a lot of money but spurs haven't spent any and i mean last season they were seen as title contenders and had harry kane not been injured for as long as he was there was a chance they might have just ruffled some feathers at the top of the premier league but spurs haven't spent i mean are they confident that their squad's good enough
1: i think they are confident but they might be heading for a disaster you know all, all the other
0: there's daniel levy phoning you now Hello? sorry man <laughs> carry on
1: yeah i suppose uh, i look like they're heading for disaster all the their rivals title rivals have spent a lot and they haven't and they you know they're gonna rely on harry kane again if he you know touch wood it doesn't happen he gets injured or something happens they're going to be in a world of pain. And, you know, Daniel Levy needs to open up those purse strings. I don't know, is it maybe because they've invested a lot in their stadium? We've seen this happen before. I mean, Arsenal as well. They When they moved to the Emirates, they didn't spend. And now it's happening again with Spurs. And they've also got that Wembley factor. You know, they're going to be playing at Wembley. It's not a, 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 a it's not a good, good luck stadium for them. If you looked at the Champions League uh, uh, run last season,
0: uh, it is that big stadium uh, stage fright problem, maybe, if you can put it that way. But um, Jose Mourinho, uh, the Manchester United manager, would have been thrilled with signing Romelu Lukaku. Um, but he had a few interesting things to say about what he describes as a crazy transfer window. Speaking to the BBC, this is what he had to say.
1: We need a bit more. And when you see the other teams in the Premier League, the way they they get players and good players and important players, and you see the champion to buy three fantastic experienced players, and you see the way Man City goes to the market and Liverpool and West Ham. I'm I'm thinking about West Ham to play in the first match of the Premier League, and West Ham gets Joe Hart, gets uh, Chicharito and Arnautovic. West Ham, wow! It looks like they play to win the. In the Premier League too. So the teams are, are, are fantastic in the market.
0: So there you have Jose Mourinho speaking about West Ham. I believe it's your first fixture of the new season, isn't it? West Ham have done some really tidy business as you heard from Jose Mourinho.
1: Yeah, they have done. I mean they've signed Chicharito, for who used to play for United. Interesting that he'd be you know, he's gonna be up against his old club where he made his big name at Old Trafford, the opening game of the Premier League season. And I think Jose is starting the mind game. It's already kicking off for him. He wants to get underneath West Ham's skin a bit.
0: Yeah, let's see what happens, because that will be an interesting tussle. I think Joe Hart, I mean, I know that Newcastle have been linked with Adrian now that Joe Hart has arrived, and uh, Newcastle have just signed Marino on uh, a loan, a season-long loan from Borussia Dortmund. It just begs the question, though, like, Is there going to be a limit here? Because the way I see it, how do you compete as a Huddersfield or a Brighton or a Burnley or um, even a Stoke to a certain extent? I know they've been linked again with Boney and and, uh, a few signings there, but... um, how do you compete? Surely there's got to be a limit. I mean, maybe the, the way to go is to is to put a cap on spending because what happened to the FIFA fair play rules here? I mean, especially when it comes to the financial fair play side of it. Surely City have blown that budget, or I mean, it's incredible to think. I mean, it's just it's just unfair. I know I sound like uh, I'm having a little windchair here because of I support a, a club that maybe is not the biggest in in England, um, but at the same time, you go like, well, hang on a second. There's got to be a limit. Someone's got to step in here and say, enough's enough. You know, I don't know. What do you suggest?
1: I think it's heading towards that direction with with the current transfer window and how much clubs are spending. It might. I think Fair Play was put in place to try and make it a bit more fair for all the teams. But also to prevent
0: uh, clubs from running into financial trouble.
1: If, yeah, to protect them as well. Uh, I don't know, maybe... But also, I mean, if, if they put a cap on it, then it isn't don't you feel it's going to make it a bit, you know... Boring. Like now, you, you've got your your teams that are you know spending big amounts of money. I mean, I think putting a cap on the things just gonna make it boring. Or maybe they should sort of introduce a, a you know. Uh, a draft like they do at the nba or the
0: nfl yeah that's not a bad idea i quite like the idea of a draft although i'm sure agents like mendez and Rayola will be up in arms about a cap because they must be making an absolute fortune Rayola is uh, ibrahimovic's agent uh poor pogba's agent if i'm not mistaken i mean the, the list goes on and um I think they've got to look at some some way. But then at the same time, you go to a city and you say, well, we've got unlimited funds. Or United say we're the biggest club in the world. Why should we be uh, capped by this thing? But I would love to see a draft. Imagine what that would do. Romelu Lukaku suddenly rocks up at uh, the first draft and there's Huddersfield saying, well, can we afford him? That's the other question. I suppose, look, the reality is that these clubs can afford the mega wages, the mega players, and they've worked, I suppose, in a way to get there. But at the same time, there's got to be some way to level the playing field a little bit because at this stage, you look at, and I use Newcastle, United as an example. So far, their, their top signing has been there's been um, Murphy, and from Norwich for 12 million pounds or 10 plus add-ons, and that's like a lot of money spent. But then you look at City, you look at United, 75 for Lukaku. I mean, you can't compete.
1: But then also on the flip side of it, you look at Leicester City winning the Premier League. They didn't do it on a massive budget. They had a good squad, a small squad, and they did it. So it doesn't. I don't think that it's causing, you know, causing an unfair advantage. It's just about having the right balance of players at the end of the day. And
0: a good manager. A good yeah, you're right. A good a good manager, a unit. They can do it. Yeah, that can do battle. Um, I see Arsenal have been busy uh, signing one or two players. They're in for Lamar now after uh, Lacazette joined yeah, yeah, them. So we'll see. And maybe is Mahrez is that still on the cards, potentially?
1: I don't know. I think Leicester are outpricing him. They want too much for him. And they know they've got some time on his contract. So they don't really need to sell him. Uh, if he had maybe one year left and then he's a free agent, they panic a bit and just offload him. Yeah, so They're doing him at something like $50 million and other clubs you know, are going in cheap because they know he's unhappy. That's also the trick. I mean... Players, if they're unhappy, and then the club overvalues them, then the guy's stuck. You know how do I mean? Look at the Costa situation. Man doesn't know where's he going to play, and the league yeah. kicks off in just over two weeks. I think it's yeah. About two
0: weeks. And Maratas he's arrived seen. too.
1: And Mar Marata's arrived. So what does what happens with him? He's sort of unsure, and where's he going to go? And Chelsea don't look like they're going to really offload him on on the cheap.
0: No, no. And why would you? I mean, the Costas a... He's a fifteen to twenty goals a season man. You know that's uh, that's what you want these days. That's like gold in the Premier League. Um,
1: I He would bury, if they could bury the hatchet between the two. But I think yeah, Conte is a bit of a stubborn guy. I don't think Costa and Conte are going to get on.
0: Yeah, maybe a dad at the salon or the spa. You know, try yeah. and sort of work Costa out the difference.
1: Definitely looks like he goes to a spa. Uh, <laughs> <his wife.
0: laughs> maybe a mental spa.
1: <laughs> maybe maybe.
0: Um, it looks like uh, Virgil van Dijk's move to Liverpool could still be on. I know he's been told to train by himself by uh, Pellegrino. Is, um, is it Pellegrini? Pellegrini, the new Southampton manager? I think it's
1: Pellegrino. Pellegrini was the guy in Sydney.
0: That's right. It's Pellegrino. Is it, yeah. It's very similar names. But yeah. the, anyway, the Saints boss <laughs> has said that Van Dijk needs to train by himself because he's mentally not right.
1: I mean, let him go, sell him, make some money off him, and that's it. You know, you you don't. There's no chance of you uh, causing any problems within the squad because an unhappy player can cause that type of problem.
0: Definitely, definitely. I see um, uh, Gareth Bale was linked with the move back to the Premier League, but his agent has come out and said it's absolute nonsense. I wonder if it's not a, a ploy, a smokescreen to get a better contract or get better money. Who knows with these guys? No Agents I don't are sneaky. I tell you, they're they sneaky. They
1: snakes, they snakes. Oh, but at the end of the day, the, the more they get for their player, it's it, uh, it's in their back pocket. It's in their interest. of course. So why not? But I think uh, Real Madrid's an interesting situation. They have to get rid of someone if they want to fund this Mbappe deal, and because apparently he's he's worried that if he joins them to compete with Ronaldo, Bale, Benzema, it's not worth it for him.
0: I agree. Like, I mean, Paris. Yeah, Monaco playing European football, aren't they? so yeah, yeah that's why the semifinals. yeah it's all about money though they can say what they want it's not about the money it's exactly that it's about the money let's they, quick... how
1: much how much of players are left at monaco i mean most of them have left already
0: so now well hats off to monica they've been absolutely fantastic with the talent they've produced and yes they seem to be a selling club at the moment and, and i suppose they won't say no to 180 million um quickly before you run out of time mo let's talk about that idea you had about the draft. I see that fantasy, uh, the Premier League fantasy managers has now got a second competition or or sort of draft... um, uh, Is it a competition? I suppose I could call it a competition.
1: Well, it's a a new
0: edge to the game.
1: Yeah. It's fantastic. Basically, if you create a league of about eight teams with friends or whatever, and uh, you you set a date that we're going to have a draft, a certain date, time, and then, you know, you all get... One draw. you get to pick one player in the draft, and then nobody else can select that player. So if I were to get the first draft, I'd go Lukaku, and then you can't get him. So you'd have to choose maybe Morata, and then I can't take Morata. So it makes it interesting, because each team will be different. you know. And the, how the draft works is, if I'm first pick, then in the next round, I'm last. Wow. So that means the guy who was last in the first round, he goes first. So it sort of makes it interesting because, you know, if someone takes somebody that you were looking at, and it, 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 it's a fun thing. It looks very interesting. Maybe that's the way the Premier League is going to head. With, uh, with,
0: please know, let it go that way. Please. That would be fascinating. Uh, I'm sure the clubs would definitely not go for it, but it would be fascinating. Um, in terms of uh, fantasy managers and our leagues, I mean, uh, we, we still need one or two people to to join our league. Yeah, we need
1: quite a few. Yeah, but, uh, they'll come in eventually. Uh, I think most of them are still busy setting up the the actual teams yeah. because it's quite difficult setting them up with based on last season's uh, data. I mean, yeah. you don't know what's going to happen. Will Morata be a hit? Will Lukaku be a uh, you know a miss? Is what's going to happen exactly? You've got to wait a bit. But uh, you know, you, I, most people are sticking with tried and trusted, the likes of Harry Kane. You know, I think it's, uh, a,
0: f- I think it's a good bet that
1: Yeah, look, and I also uh, Chicharito might be a good cheap, he's apparently like 7 million, he's a good buy. I don't know if he's going to get a lot of goals, but he does get goals when
0: he comes off the bench. Well, I mean, even a Jermaine Defoe at Bournemouth might be someone to look at, you know, for a cheaper option. But... Right now, I think, until the Community Shield, people don't really realise the Premier League is going to start. So once that Community Shield happens, then I think they'll realise. I think Mo- it becomes real. Yeah, we're going to have to leave it there, Mo. Thanks very much for your time. Remember to check us out on iTunes, cliffcentral.com, as well as cs 2 Follow us, football2plus3, on Twitter. And um, good luck with the fantasy managers, and we'll be chatting soon as this rather interesting transfer window Uh, Still got some way to go. I think end of August it closes, so still anything can happen. Let's hope Newcastle sign a few more players. Mo, your parting words?
1: As always, be champions.
0: There you have it. We'll catch you again next time on Football 2 Plus 3.